0: Third and final hour here of BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, P.J. Glasser, and Joe Strousky We're with you until 12 o'clock Eastern time here on this Monday. And time to revisit the NFL, talk some NFL draft. And the big story, which has kind of just been sweeping the, the NFL landscape here, the draft landscape, has been Anthony Richardson, who looked like a Heisman hopeful early on in the season after beating Utah Was very consistent, though, for the Gators, Joe. And uh, he's got all the talent in the world, which is why a lot of people are betting that when it comes to the NFL draft, all this potential that teams could be falling in love with. What's your take, though, on this Anthony Richardson situation? Because there's no doubt you can't deny the talent that this guy has. And you see a team like the Colts lurking at number four, potentially trading up. And just the wild card that Jim Irsay is, and you never know what that guy can do. But do you really think that there's some validity to this? I mean, can you see any way that Richardson goes number one?
1: Well, let's attack this from a betting angle. And uh, this is, i are you in on betting the draft? Like, this is my favorite sports betting events of the entire year. Like, I'm really? going to be locked in on this over the next two months. Because it's the most profitable. Anything that I can make money on, I, I'm all the way sure. in. And if you're paying attention, you're guaranteed to make money as long as you. I don't even know. Can you in your state bet on this or not?
0: No, not in Virginia, unfortunately. Oh, my God. I know. What a trash state.
1: What the hell? It's, it's, it's I, awful. It's N- awful. New York can't do it. New York's terrible with the awards, too, and they have the biggest market in the country. Come on, guys. This is crazy. Losing
0: out on um, money.
1: Yeah, big time, huge. <laughs> All right, so if we're looking at this from the betting perspective, I love to bet on the draft, and I don't – up being up front, I don't even have any bets in yet, but there will be a lot added by the time we get uh, to draft night. 100-1, to one. this move, move down. Uh, Matthew Friedman, we spoke with him earlier. He said it's justified because now the, the – between the probability of Richardson going number one and the number, we're much closer now. It wasn't a hundred to one before, right? So he's fine with the move. And a lot of betters would take a look at this like, oh my God, I missed a hundred to one. It's five to one now and I missed the hundred to one. And as I value better, I'm supposed to sit here and tell you that that's a good bet. And I, you know, it is. If you have a 100-to-1 ticket on something that's 5-to-1 right now, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, Good value. However, I don't think he should be 5-to-1. I don't see any way that Richardson goes number one overall. I don't care who trades up. Now, I understand ceiling, potential, all that. I also watched his college years. That guy is not the number one quarterback in this draft. Now, Agreed. the potential's there, and there are a group of quarterbacks that we can make a case for being great. But being by far the best quarterback in the draft, give up a ton of assets just to get up there to take Richardson, I don't see it. It, it, it is more likely with Stroud. It is more likely with Bryce Young, of course, maybe even Levis. Like, I'm more willing to listen to that. But as someone who's going to have a lot of bets on this draft, PJ, I can tell you this morning, I am not mad that I don't have a hundred to one ticket because, I mean, th- this could come back to haunt me. I think that ticket's a loser.
0: It's. I agree with you. And, again, he's got all the potential. And, you know, with the combine coming up, people are going to fall in love with what they see and all the intangibles and measurables. And, you know, they're probably going to love Anthony Richardson's hand size and all this stuff that we all joke about. I'm with you, though. I watch a lot of college football, Joe-O. I went to the University of Alabama. I watched every snap that Bryce Young took in college. I've seen him play in person. He's the best quarterback in college football. He's going to be the best quarterback in this draft. Let me ask you a question, Joe-O, because I don't think a lot mm-hmm. of people think about this. Can you name me a receiver from Alabama's team this past season?
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> I right?
0: can most years.
1: I can right? most years.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. They've had the Amari Coopers, the Devontae Smiths, the Calvin Ridley's, the Jerry Judys. But that's what I'm talking about. I, I mean, not many mm-hmm. people can recall that he had JoJo Earl, he had Jermaine Burton, you know? So and he had Bill O'Brien too as his O.C., where quarterbacks right. in the past have had Brian Dable, they've had Steve Sarkeesian, they've had Lane Kiffin. So I think when you look at what Bryce was surrounded with the, the lack of talent, even though these guys are five stars and they're great players, considering what quarterbacks had in years past, the coaching that they have, not to mention that the road schedule that Bama had last year, they played at Texas. They played at LSU. They played at Ole Miss. They played at Tennessee. It was brutal. It was a gauntlet. And They were four points away from being undefeated playing Georgia in the SEC title game. Regardless of what happened, they would have made it into the playoff, and then who knows what would have happened. But the one thing I keep saying about Bryce Young, every time you need a drive from that guy, he he delivers. He is so good in the clutch, and you just can't teach that. And ultimately, that's why I think he ends up being number one, but... You know, C.J. Stroud was throwing to Marvin Harrison, and he was throwing to Ibukam, and he had so much talent around him. And, again, Bryce had talent there. But I don't—I just don't think people realize that you look at some of the Alabama offenses in the past and the receivers there, and you can rattle off like two or three no problem. And this year's team, a bunch of people I'm sure listening are thinking to themselves like, who, who was it wide receiver for Alabama this year? Who was it? Yeah. Bryce Young throwing too, so I think the guy's special, and I think he's going to be the number one pick.
1: The when when you look at the size, and that's what we're going to hear the most until we get to draft night, is how much does he get dinged for the size? We're in an era where there are quarterbacks uh, with with ability which we have not seen before, right? And and now teams are targeting these mobile quarterbacks. And the size isn't as big of a factor when you're on the run. And we've had a number of successful quarterbacks that were six feet or shorter, whether you're talking about Breeze or Russell Wilson. Um, You didn't say anything this past year, but Kyler Murray coming off his injury. Now he got the big money deal. So he showed you something. Uh, His coach believed in him and for a, for a short bit, they were proven right. We'll see in the long haul if they end up being proven right. But I mean, don't don't we have enough of a sample size? Are we in 2023? I'd be surprised if you talk to a front office and they're like, "No, got to be six three, got to be six four at the very least." Nope, got to reach certain measurables. With the way the position is played today, I just don't think that's as big of a deal.
0: Uh, agreed. Uh, agreed. And like you said, I mean, quarterbacks have proven it in the past. And Bryce Young's proven it at the SEC level. I mean, he won a Heisman Trophy. He's gone up against the best defenses in the country. So the size with him doesn't worry me at all. He's a great, great player. I want to ask you, Joe, which... So we both agree that even if you have a 100-to-1 ticket on Anthony Richardson, we both don't think he's going one. Bryce Young probably going to go number one. Do you see value on any other players, though? Do you see value on Stroud? Do you see value on Levis? Matthew Freeman was telling us that he likes Levis. He has an 8-1, to 10-1 ticket on him. So he yeah. sees some value there. Or do you like any of the defensive defenses this year? But I also... Guys, do you, would you take a shot at Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, or do you think that Bright, when this happens every year, people will make the case for all these different guys, but when we get down to it on draft day, Bryce Young will be the number one pick?
1: Well... I think some people will want to do that because we just saw Trayvon Walker go to Jacksonville and they had their quarterback. There's Trayvon Walker. Why didn't they trade down? Well, you've got to find a partner. And it was an awful quarterback draft last year. Not this year. Doesn't look like it this year. Now, we don't have the 1-1 that everybody sold on. But I think there's a few quarterbacks that you could talk yourself into and if you don't have one, you're desperate for one. And there are a few teams lurking not too far out from that number one overall pick that are desperate for one. So what, is there one that they're going to buy in on and that they're going to they're gonna move up to that 1-1 one, one spot? I don't know that I believe anything that Schefter reported early this morning, though. I mean, isn't this just the game that's being played? We're two months out, and... The Bears made the announcement. I don't know if Schefter's doing a favor. Maybe he is. But this announcement was made that we are open for business via the biggest NFL media reporter out there. Mm -hmm. Um, For Schefter to report this morning, Bears leaning towards moving the number one pick. We have had discussions. See, the part when when he reports that the Bears have had discussions with multiple teams for that number one pick, like that's just games. It's lying season. We are in the midst of it. It's already here. The combine didn't start, but lying season is underway. I. It wouldn't surprise me if they haven't spoken to one team about that number one pick. Of course, they're trying to create a market. But this is earlier than I can remember, man. And I know I'm in Chicago, and of all the NFL teams, I'm closest to the Bears. But we're starting this now. They're moving that pick. They don't I, I don't think Ryan Poles is gonna be in a position where he needs to be blown away. He's gonna take the best deal that's on the table. But mm-hmm. if there's if there's a, a, a B plus deal on the table and that's the best he gets, I think he'll take it. I think he'll absolutely take that deal. It doesn't need to be knock me off, you know, out of my socks and I'm gonna jump in and I and I'm gonna only take it if you give me three number ones, uh, you got to give me this and that and a couple starters, give me a an all-pro two. Like, I don't think that's what's needed here. Um, it depends how far back the Bears would have to move. But the team that holds the number one pick right now will not be using the number one pick on draft night. And, and that's what's so intriguing. Which team is going to jump up and, and hand the Bears a bunch of assets and which quarterback have they fallen in love with? That's what makes this number one overall pick uh, markets so fascinating and we don't know if it's going to happen next week. We don't know if it's going to happen at the last minute on draft night. So you could tell yours, talk, talk yourself into a, in a lot of different stories, but I think we all agree that it is going to be a quarterback, right?
0: Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. Do you, so you say you love betting the NFL draft. When do you put a majority of your bets in week of, Day of, couple days before, is it sporadic? You see a number, you hear something, you jump on it. Like, what's usually your process?
1: Yeah, that's it's tough because it hasn't become a big deal until the last few seasons, so it's hard Mm -hmm. to say this is the exact process. But when you see a number that you know is wrong, now coming off what I just said about Anthony Richardson, and you could see it happening, like that's that's different. It's hard to say because w- one day there's going to be value on the board that won't be there tomorrow. Uh, these numbers move quickly. Like um, there were people that got Derek Stingley number three overall last year at 101. And that made all the sense in the world. Lovey Smith as the head coach, a terrible quarterback draft. You're not going to take the QB uh, off the board at that point. You knew a- Aiden Hutchinson was probably going locked into Detroit. Everybody had him number two overall going ends up happening and there was all that Trayvon Walker steam and you could find Stingley at to one, at number three overall like those are numbers that you're looking for best cornerback on the board uh according to most now when it's all said and done maybe we're saying it's sauce Gardner probably will be saying that but you know stuff like that that it's not available quite yet there's only one player where you could hook it up, Bijan Robinson to a team, and what, what's the, what's the other one? Uh, I think there's one other prop right now that is posted on on matching a player with a specific round. But we're going to start to see in more more and more of that post combine. Right now, there's like five or six bets: number one pick, uh, first quarterback, first receiver, first defensive player. Uh, there's Bijan Robinson, which team he's going to go to, and I think there's one more prop available but you know at this point like there, that's a good amount that's more than we've seen in the past and a part of me was concerned that we would see fewer bets available because a lot of your sharper bettors are the people that are following this they make a ton of money so i was wondering if they're going to dial it back a little bit but i don't think that's going to happen it's about uh holding on to customers so i think these sports books are going to continue to offer offer more and more stuff as far as draft props. And the other one is, oh, Stetson Bennett. What round is he going to be drafted in? <laughs> That's available too.
0: Now with the uncertainty of Lamar and obviously his former OC with the Ravens, I know there's been a lot of talk of maybe Stetson Bennett being a late-round pick for Baltimore, but we will see what happens. This is BeckQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Up next, we're going to preview tonight's NBA card and discuss where things stand after the NBA All-Star break. Damian Lillard went crazy last night. We're talking about that next here. Joe Strowski, P.J. Glasser.